This show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Washington DC y para todo el mundo, pero para todo el mundo entero, viste, para que te llegue el corazón. Cinco. Cuando vengo con Fortnite te digo que lo que traigo es pensativo, te digo, te traigo, te tengo y te digo que lo que tengo es verdadero, porque viene del corazón y es música, que cuando toco me pongo a brincar y te pongo a brincar y te pongo a bailar, que cuando entro soy el oficial.
you have music you want to request, hey, remember, it's FKX right here for you every night, every day. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Noise Box. Noise Box can be found at noisebox.com. Box is spelled with two X's. Um, <laughs> I'm going to forego the uh, how to get in touch with me, the feedback portion of the show, because um, I was updating the website recently. And I found out that the last um, comment that I had um, about the show and its content happened in early 2009. And that was just one of the musicians telling me that the link to the um, to the show wasn't working. <laughs> uh, that the link on the... The actual website, because it was actually working on downloads. And uh, with the exception of a few friends here and there saying that they really like the show, um, I haven't ever had any uh, email about the show. Um, And I get very few audio comments, period, much less about Noisebox. So I'm just going to avoid it. However, on the off chance that you are listening and you are interested, there is a um, a Facebook page for the uh, Noisebox podcast, and I have a Twitter account for uh, Noisebox, and unlike the rest of the shows, I really don't know what I'm going to put in that one. Um, I'll figure something. It's not all just going to be um, show announcements, but I'm trying to get everything connected right now. That Twitter is noise underscore box with two X's. Uh, apparently, there is already a noise box, one word with two X's, and it's uh, it's this company, programming company, um, because they also have a uh, a iPhone app. No reason I know that is because I needed to get the exact i. Uh, iTunes directory link for um, Noisebox, and that thing came up. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh no! I bet they have the Twitter." And yeah, they have the Twitter. They don't use it, but they have that Twitter name. So, Noise underscore Box two X's. Um, but like I said, that one is brand new. I don't think I've posted anything. I don't even know if I'm following anybody on that account. I may have followed. Maybe follow a couple of people who I know have heard it at least once, heard the show at least once. So I don't know. Anyway, um, this has been a very <sighs> weird couple of days. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. Probably not. But every Wednesday now, I try to go over and um, help my grandmother, help her straighten up her house running around on errands um every wednesday because we don't live (laughs) next to each other Uh, she lives in detroit i live in westland there are a couple of towns uh between us and she lives on the far other side of um of detroit she lives like over by the river uh the detroit river and that's that's quite a way (laughs) all right um but, and this is something I didn't know, my mother, who lives eh, 
probably about maybe 15 minutes away, maybe 10, 10, 15, something like that. Anyway, she's a lot closer than I am. Um, she's been going over there every day. My mother works nights, so she gets off like 9, 10 in the morning. And then she goes and she helps my grandmother run errands um, Monday through Saturday. And the only reason she doesn't do it on Sunday is because there's another family friend who takes my grandmother to church. And they do running around also. Because my grandmother is not one. You know, you think 86-year-old great-great-grandmother now. Um, you think somebody, you know, the, the stereotype is somebody who just sits around the house um, watching TV and knitting and just basically waiting for uh, death to come, I guess. I don't know. But you just get this um, idea of very sedentary lifestyle. You know, old people, old folks sitting around in rocking chairs doing nothing, right? That's not my grandmother. <laughs> it's never been my grandmother. Um, she finally told me that she had to give up looking for a tennis partner. Because everybody thought, oh, she's too old to play tennis against, you know. <laughs> 86, right? And now she's trying to find uh, somebody to play golf with, right? Um, I forgot about my friend Chris. Because huh. uh, I only know, she's like one of the very few people I know who even plays golf, right? Um, I'm not talking about, like, salespeople at work, you know executives at work because yeah we all know they all play golf even if they don't play golf they play golf if you know what i mean um but the only thing i can think of was like my best friend sean and her they're the only two i know and i forgot all about my friend chris who actually used to work part-time at a um a golf course and i think i think he used to do it so he'd have access to the court court that's not what they call him course <laughs> but i can't remember anyway um and i don't think he'd be willing to play golf with my 86 year old grandmother but um so it's really tough on my mother and i didn't even know that i just wednesday is the day that patty has off so i don't have to worry about getting back to the side of town to pick the kids up from school um if she's here she can do it you know <laughs> but my mother needed to sleep because for some reason, Wednesday is like the hardest day for her to get back to sleep. All right. Um, so I was like, hey, you know what? I dropped the kids off from school. I head over to the uh, east side of Detroit, hang out with her for a few hours, help her straighten up some papers. If she needs to ride to the. Um, well, the last week we went to the uh, to the recycling place because I, th I think it's weird because out here in Westland, the city picks up. Um, the recycling, you know, they pick up the trash and the recycling, but in Detroit, apparently they don't do that with recycling. So she had to take it to a, a recycling center, which was weird because now when I think recycling center, I think, um, people who are like hippie types, um, pulling up <laughs> pretty much in like their minivans and uh, unloading a bunch of newspapers and stuff like that. And, I, yeah, I know it's a stereotype, but that's exactly what it was, you know. So I thought that was interesting. But that was last week. This week she just needed a ride to the, uh, how was it, to the post office because she moves around so much. She has a, a P.O. box. So she has a, a P.O. box she has to check, and she needed to go to the bank, and then she wanted to get some fruit. 
Now, I thought that the fruit store was like right near her house, but apparently it's not. <laughs> it's it's over near where my mother lives, uh, which, like I said, is not close. I mean, it's a lot closer than I am. It's a lot closer to my sister. Definitely a lot closer to my brother because he lives out of state. Um, she's the closest, but it's still like a very far. <laughs> it's a long drive, right? And I used to live on that side of town. So as I'm driving and I'm looking around, I'm looking at all the... Um, a lot of the landmarks that I remember are gone, <laughs> right? A lot of the places that I used to hang out at are gone. Um, and it's amazing because as we're driving, we passed so many liquor stores and so many fast food places and so many beauty supply things. And, and it hit me after a while. We didn't pass any supermarkets and not only not even the big chain because that's one thing that they've been mad about in detroit for a long time that there are no um there are no supermarket chains in the city of detroit and i don't know if there aren't any but in the neighborhoods (laughs) there were none i mean we drove for a good 20 minutes and i didn't see one I saw like Rite Aid and CVS and stuff like that, but no supermarkets. Saw a lot of churches, a lot of fast food places. There was one place we passed had six different fast food places and no place where you could get fresh food. It just, it blew me away. I was like, wow. Now, I don't know if other, um, if other companies have tried it and failed. And that's why there's no, you know, if they say, well, there's just no business there. That's why we don't do it. Or if the reason there's no business there is because there's no supermarkets there, you know? I mean, it's like something's just telling me that we are missing out on like a golden business opportunity. You cannot convince me that the people on the east side of Detroit do not want someplace where you can get fresh produce. Right, there's there's Eastern Market, which is downtown. So I'm not talking about that because I'm pretty sure nobody wants to pack up a bunch of stuff to find parking or take a bus downtown just to get something and then go all the way miles back to your home. There's got to be something. Oh, anyway, I, I just found that weird. Right. So then we go to the to the fruit place. All right. Now. This is a fruit market. I've I've known if she had told me she wanted to go to this particular fruit market, um, I would have known exactly where it was. I, we would, it wouldn't have taken twenty minutes because I wouldn't have been like hesitant, you know. And and I just would have been all right. I know where we're going. Boom, 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 boom. I would have got there, right? But when I got over there, <laughs> once again, the whole that whole neighborhood has changed, right? There was a gas station on one corner that's still there. On the other side, there's a um. There was a a party store that is gone. There was a apartment building that is gone. There's another um, party store which has changed dramatically. All right, used to be one of those places where you just stopped by to get beer, you know. But it actually looks a little nicer now. Um, in fact, it was funny because it's so close to Warren which is another uh, suburb um, of Detroit. It's like maybe 
well, this is on seven miles. This is like a mile away. It's eight mile. We all know is the, the demarcation line, right? Um, and I stopped there after work, right? I was tired, and I was getting a beer, of course. Uh, there's a bunch of people, and then there's this white couple that came in. Um, and yes, it is important that the fact that they're white, right? Because they were the only white people in the whole place. There's a bunch of um young black men getting beer. I think it was like a black couple. And then there was the um, the Middle Eastern couple uh, running the cash register. They own the place. They're behind the um, the bulletproof glass, right? Um, bulletproof plexiglass, I should say. And as we're getting there, this white girl is drunk off her ass. I mean, I have never seen somebody as sloppy drunk as that um, that early in the day, <laughs> all right. Because remember, it's only like what I got off at about four thirty-five o'clock, so it was it, it wasn't even six o'clock, and she was hammered, right? And she was whining, and he was just like, "Yeah, all right, all right, all right." Like she wanted to go, and saying, "You don't love me. You're gonna leave me down here with all the niggers to be raped." And every black face, you know, because we've just all mind our own business, and we heard that we all lift our head like, "What?" what the fuck did she just say you know and everybody looked at him right and he just immediately turned beat red it was like just shut up we're gonna pay for this and i'm gonna get you home you don't love me you want me to get raped by niggers and he was just like oh for fuck's sake you know like we are gonna get beat to death but you know we all looked at each other like what the fuck is she talking about? Nobody here wants to rape her. Nobody here wants to listen to her, you know? Oh, my God. And there was, like, one guy who, of course, was jumping up and down, like, oh, what did you just say? What did you just say? And we were all like, oh, just knock it off. You're not going to do anything. What are you going to do, get into a fight with him for something she said? That's stupid. You're not going to hit her, and he's going to have to protect his woman, or else he's going to look like a little bitch. So just sit down and shut up and let him take her drunk ass home, right? That 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 instant has always just been impressed upon my mind, you know. In fact, um, in the book that I wrote, I uh, adapt that particular story. I change parts of it, but I, a lot of it was was kept the same, right? Because uh, most we just looked at each other and just walked, watched them leave. He left in a bigger hurt than she did, and he grabbed her arm, and all we heard was, "Oh, you're hurting me!" It's like, yeah, he wants to get the fuck out of here, right? And then we just shook our head, like, eh. But like I said, one dude was just, I don't know, he was going to be the defender of the entire black race. But anyway, that place has changed. But the uh, the fruit stand was right around the corner. My fruit, it's not a fruit stand, by the way. It is a fruit store it is it is huge it is about as big as a supermarket and all they sell are different types of fruit right um now usually when i go there because i've been there plenty of times with my mother um, i know that they take a while um i drop them off at the door and then i find a parking spot and then um i sit there and when i when it's closer pops up i just move my car never fails i can always get a good parking spot if i just move you know always so when i first pull up i'm sitting there um in between these two cars right these two minivans right i have a car both of them had like minivans suv type those types i'm sitting there and i'm uh looking at my phone i'm playing words with friends 
Um, <laughs> which will come back later on. Playing words of friends, right? Using up my juice on the phone, right? Um, and this guy next to me and his wife, they come up, they pull up, or they, they come up with their car and they fill up the back of their, their whatever. And I'm sitting there in my car and I look over at him and he's getting in and he's giving me this look, right? Because I'm, I'm thinking, damn, am I parked too close to this guy? I don't know, right? But he didn't say nothing, I didn't say anything. And as he leaves and he drives off, I notice that he took his shopping cart and left it right behind my car. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't like one of those things where he put it somewhere and because we're on the incline, it kind of just moved over to behind my car. No, he left it there on purpose. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Right? So I get out, I move it. And it's just like, oh, God, it's going to be one of those days. And considered people, this is why I hate leaving my house. Right? But it's for my grandmother. What am I going to do? Right? So I find another parking spot. So I move my parking spot. Um, see her. We get in the car. My daughter calls. Uh, while my grandmother's inside, and she's just like, hey, uh, we want to know if you're at home because we're going to come over and visit, you know, because uh, Gabby, my granddaughter, wants to see her granddaddy, right? That's what she calls me, not her granddaddy, but her granddaddy. So she wants to see me, so they're going to come over. So, well, I'm on the other side of town. I'll give you a call when I'm, when I'm on my way home, right? So you guys can come visit us because me and the dogs, um, we can get your mail. We can sit around and visit. Just have a nice afternoon, right? Grandmother comes home. Um, she says, well, that's it. That's all the errands I have for now. Um, I show a picture of Gabby at, uh, on Easter. She's such a pretty little girl, by the way. But, yes, I'm a proud grandfather, right? So, um, show the picture. She's like, oh, this thing you need to charge your phone. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a car charger, right? I, I have a car charger, but it doesn't work in this car because I don't have a working uh, cigarette lighter, right? Because the people before me who had the car before me didn't smoke. I don't smoke, so I never needed it. Um, and then when I went to go plug it in with the car charger, guess what? Didn't work. All right. Oh, well, too bad. So sad. Life goes on. Take my grandmother home. Um, walk her up to her place. She was just like, oh, just give me the stuff. I don't, no, I'm not going to do that. Walk her up, give her we, I give her a hug, tell her goodbye, get back into the car. Um, get in the car, start it up, and I heard this big <laughs> like like the belts were whining, right? Um, and then she called, so I had to stop the car because I'm like, oh, she needs something. She needed to check, uh, see if she left her mail, and I told her no. You took it out of the bag, you put it in your uh, purse. So she said, okay. And then she checked. All right. Okay. I see. I see. I see. All right. Thank you. I said, all right. Goodbye. Back up. And, you know, steering is kind of tough, right? Start pulling on. And it's like my power steering is gone. It's like, oh, shit. I wonder if it has something to do with that belt. Oh, well, when I get home, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check it. I don't know what the hell I'm checking for, but I'll check it when I get home, right? I just want to him get home. I got the kids on the way. Phone's about to die. And now I'm having problems with the car. Normally, when I leave her house, I hop on the freeway, right? I hop on one freeway, another freeway, come up on um, 
Merriman, which is like the big main thoroughfare between basically my house and the uh, airport around here. I just drive straight on up. But, you know, I don't feel comfortable on the freeway with no power steering. So I decided, okay, what I'm going to do is uh, drive up to this one street and just cut on over, right? Um, and it, it it does a little dips and doodles here and there. But I can basically drive it from the middle of Detroit all the way to um, a street near my house, okay? It takes a little bit longer because I'm doing basically surface streets, but it, it can be done, right? As I'm going, I realize I can't go over 30 miles an hour. Well, I started off not over 40. Then, you know, I'd have to actually have my foot all the way to the floor for a while before it will finally creep up. I was going basically zero to 40 in about 20 seconds. Okay, maybe a little longer. So it was a real pain in the ass. And steering wheel was still rough. Um, and as I'm driving, I'm thinking, you know what? This car is not going to make it. I'm going to go to Jamie's house because Jamie lives with my ex-wife. Um, so I'll just do that. Okay. That's a lot closer when I get there. Um, you know, I, it, at least if the car is broken down, I know that it's in a safe neighborhood, right? Well, relatively safe. I know people live there. Um, <laughs> as I'm going, my phone says it's down to 10%. No, 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 no. I take it back. So it's down to 5%. I need to recharge immediately. I pick up the phone, call Jamie, say, hey, Jamie. Uh, no, I, no, I am getting this. I'm driving. Come to an intersection. Car cuts off, will not restart. Look at the phone. Says recharge immediately, 5%. Call Jamie. Hey, Jamie, car broke down, Joy Road. And Broad Street, need you to come and get me, right? I didn't, what really what I needed was for her to come with her phone, right? So I can call Patty, and we can get uh, AAA and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, she said, okay, um, I'm on my way, right? Jamie's notoriously slow, right? Notoriously slow. Um, <laughs> I get ready to call Patty. And the phone dies. All right. Between me calling Jamie, hanging up, getting ready to call Patty, less than a minute, phone dies. The car is broken down in the middle of Detroit. Now, this is a neighborhood that I'm familiar with because when I used to live in Detroit, I used to walk. I used to walk everywhere. Right. I used to walk. You know how some people say, oh, I used to walk 10 miles a day. I, I did used to walk uh, probably over 10 miles a day. Every day I was nice and trim. I would say that when I used to walk a lot before I got a car. <laughs> well, actually, before I met, met my uh, ex-wife, and I was eating on a regular basis and got a car, her car. Um I think I was weighing about 
150 or 160 maybe not even that much maybe like 140 150 i was i was skinny i was skinny until i was about 27 <clears throat> and then i ballooned up i went from around about 250 260 excuse me 150 160 to about 270 280 within a year and a half it was so bad that people who were at my wedding didn't recognize me several months later. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about like her family members didn't even recognize me. They were like, whoa. My best friend, Sean's daughter, Dominique, my goddaughter, I love that child. She didn't even recognize me <laughs> one time. She was like, came over. I said, hi, how you doing, Dominique? She looked at me and said, who are you? It's Uncle Derek. You're not my Uncle Derek, right? Like, I don't know you, fool. Get away from me. Um, yeah, I put on a huge amount of weight. Um, it was mostly because I wasn't walking, you know, several, you know, dozen miles a day. Um, I need to figure out exactly how long I would walk. But anyway, it was a long, long way. And I used to walk by this place, right? <clears throat> and one thing I knew about that area is that there were like four pay phones. But that was like back in 1992. <laughs> Guess how many pay phones there are in that whole area now? Absolutely zero. Right? Because let's face it, technology is great and wonderful, but it also demolished a lot of other things. Everybody's talking about um, what... Uh, what the te what technology has done to the print industry, right? What it's done to newsrooms. It has pretty much decimated the payphone industry, right? <laughs> if there are payphones out there, they cost a lot of money. And um, what was it? Last time I used a payphone, it, they wanted, well, before this, um, Back before everybody had cell phones, paid phones were up to like 45 cents. And the last time I had to use one, my car broke down. Um, a different car, different area, different part of town. This one broke down on 8 Mile. Um, it was like 75 cents. And there are no incoming calls for, for the pay phones back then. Um, and there was something else. Yeah, and I couldn't use collect calls for a lot of places. A lot of people just won't accept collect calls from payphones, you know. So even if there was a payphone, I'd be fucked because I'm pretty sure Patty doesn't accept them. <sighs> so I'm sitting there, right? And it's a really hot, humid day, right? It's really humid. The sun is out. It looks nice, but it's really humid. Um, it would start raining every now and then. Um, I roll my window up. Well, first I had my, my, my hazard lights on, right? But then after a while power just went out from so i had no hazard light so i had to sit there what i did was i'd have my door open um because i had to i thought you know if, if this you know because the pot the hazard lights are getting lighter and lighter let me roll these windows up in this uh humid weather so i had the door open right um and every now and then you'd see people still pull up behind me even though my door is open i have to wave them around and then they go around me right ridiculous um <laughs> so i'm sitting there right and i'm waiting for jamie 
and I'm just looking around, right? Um, my grandmother gave me uh, $20 to, for help. I, I feel bad taking it from her, but at the same time, if I don't take it from her, that's going to upset her even more, you know? Um, and I already had some money on me. But I'm thinking, all right, if I, if assholes do decide to rob me, they're going to take my phone, right? Just flat out, because it's a good phone. It's a, it's a, it's a HTC Evo G, uh, 4G, right? It's a good, it's a really good phone when it's working, right? Um, they're probably going to take my iPod <laughs> touch, because that's where I was listening to my, um, my, uh, my podcast, right? So what I did was I took the twenty because I had twenty six thousand. I took the twenty dollars that I already had, put it in my shoe, right? Um, so if they rob me, are they going to get six dollars? Because for some reason I couldn't find the twenty dollar bill my grandmother gave me. So I'm wondering if I just had dropped it. <sighs> Who knows, right? Um, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for Jamie, and I get a story idea. You know what? This is getting real long. Um, I'm going to take a break real quick. Uh, put in some music right here.
All right, I hope you like that. Um, come to the website if you really want to know who sang that song, because I don't know right now. Um, yeah, that's right. It's the magic of editing. Anyway, um, so I came up with a story idea uh, about a. It's going to start. Part of it, the pivotal part, is going to be a guy whose car breaks down. Um, he can't get to a payphone because it's a set in the past. Um, he ends up getting shot and killed. You know. And my story is going to be all the different parts leading up to that point. Why he and the shooter both got there at that point, right? The kind of shitty day the the guy was having, the kind of shitty day the shooter was having, and why it happened. Um, that's the pivotal point. And then there's the aftermath of what happens after that. So I, it's probably going to be, it might be my next book, or if not my next book, then the one after that. And yes, the one that I did write is still in the hands of some friends who are going to give me some feedback so I can write my third draft. And once my third draft is written, then I will have it for sale as an ebook. So there you go, in case you're ever curious. And I'm probably, I'm probably going to charge like $1.99 for it. You know, not something obscene, um, but at the same time, not $0.99. Because I'm also going to have some short stories that I'm probably going to charge $0.99 cents for. Um yeah, so there you go. For the price of less than a comic book. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, right? For hours. Not for hours, but for an hour. And I'm waiting for Jane. And I'm waiting for Jane. And I can't call her. All right, because my phone is dead. Um, and I'm just thinking, if this girl stopped to do her hair, I'm going to be really pissed. All right? But then I remember, you know, it's like she was going to get the baby. I come over to my house, so she's got to be some kind of ready. Maybe she's getting her all nice and ready, and everybody's getting all pretty to come visit granddad, granddaddy, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm just getting pissed. I'm thinking of stuff. I'm cars going by, and I'm making sure I keep an eye on everybody. And I look at the building that I am broken down in front of, and it is a auto repair place that is closed. It's a closed down auto repair. Do you know how fucking irritating that was? You know, because it's basically if I broke down 10 years ago, I just could have walked over and said, hey, can you come fix my shit? You know, it's oh, my God, it was so irritating because every time I turned my head, it was like auto repair. It's like son of a bitch. All right. Ugh. So finally, I'm sitting there and I look and I see Jamie's car coming, right? And as Jamie's coming by, she's talking on the phone, and she just drives right on by. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? She didn't see me because I, you know, I didn't have the hood popped or anything because you, know, you don't really want people to know that you're broken down, right? Um, and I'm thinking, oh, Jamie, please tell me you're going to come back. Please tell me you're going to come back this way. Because she didn't know, apparently she didn't know where uh, Broad Street was. But I'm just like, oh, please, Jamie, do not go. Say, oh, I can't find him and just take another way home. Please don't do that. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Because Jamie was my plan B. Jamie coming to pick me up was my plan B. Right? Remember, my A plan was to go to her house. No, actually, that was my B plan. My A, pl- my A plan was to go straight home. My B plan was to go over to her house. My C plan was to have her come pick me up. I had no D plan, you know. Because the only house that I knew around there 
was the house that my ex-wife's grandmother used to live in, right? It's where Jamie and where, where my ex-wife and Jamie and her sister Jasmine, they used to live there. When my ex-wife left me and took the kids, that's the house they moved into. I knew where that house was. They no longer live there. I don't know who lives there. So I couldn't just like go there. I don't know anybody in the neighborhood. The closest thing that I would have to do, right, would be to walk 10, 15 miles maybe, however long it was, to go back to my grandmother's house, <laughs> all right? <sighs> and I'm just like, oh, man. And it's like 3 o'clock, 4 in the afternoon. And I called Jamie at, 12, at 1 o'clock. And it was about almost three when she showed up. But she came up from behind me and she saw me. She said, oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. I didn't see you the first time. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, you got your car charger? She said, yes. Oh, good. I charged my phone. I used her phone to call Patty, talk about AAA. We have no AAA. So that means... I have to call and get a tow truck to tow it to the guy who usually does my car um, around the corner from my house. And this is my my old car. He used to fix my old car all the time. It's around the corner from my house, right? So it's a long way. They no longer have a tow truck, so I have to go to another guy, right? So I call the other guy. I um, talk to him and say, hey, I got your, your number from Adam. Um, and the guy's name was Paul. And Patty couldn't find his number in her phone because it's the thing is called Nick and Paul's 24-hour towing. And she just had Paul, and she didn't think of the first guy. She couldn't remember the first guy. So she knew Paul, but she thought it was Paul and somebody. She knew it was Nick and Paul. Um, and by the way, if you want their number here in the Detroit area, it's uh, 734-891-5854. That will give you directly to Paul. Call Paul, explain to him where the um where my car was. He had no clue. Cause he's out uh, in Westland near where I live. He doesn't know nothing about Detroit. Alright? And I'm not really good on giving people directions because my directions are like the directions that most people would give who've lived in a place all their own, right? All their life. It would just be like, Okay, um this is what I would have given said all right, go uh, 96 East, come up at where the McDonald's is, right? Um, at the corner where the McDonald's is, it's across the street from a shell station. Make a right hand there, go down to where they used to have the, uh, the theater, um, make a left there. Across the street is the churches. Go down there, um, two blocks. You see, I mean, really, really shitty directions. But Jamie was right there, so she gave him perfect directions on how to get there. He said, okay, I'll be an hour the hour and a half. I'm like, fucking hell, I'm never going to get home, right? <laughs> so get him, call him up, call back to the house, and Stephen is in tears, all right? Because Patty went and picked him up from after school, and Daddy's not home. Daddy's car broke down. Daddy's car broke down, and his phone is dead, and he's in the middle of Detroit. And Stephen's not afraid of Detroit, but the fact that Daddy is out stranded somewhere is what really upset him. So he was crying his eyes out. All right. <sighs> Finally, Paul and Guy 
picks me up. Jamie go takes us to the takes me to the gas station where I can just pay for everything. Now, the reason Jamie was so late is not because she was slow, but because she was in Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan, over near where the uh the fruit stand was <laughs> that I told you about. So Jamie is <laughs> just all messed up. Oh, so Jamie was out there visiting somebody. And then she had to come near where she used to live um, as a teenager and find a street that she didn't know about. Okay. So it was just, oh my God, it was just all messed up. Finally get it back to the, um, to the gas station, right? <sighs> get it to the gas station. Guy doesn't have a, um, a, uh, a, a, a credit card thing in the, Tow trucks. I have to go to the ATM. Right? It's a hundred dollars even. All right. Now that's good because my insurance will give me a reimbursement up to the first hundred dollars. Yes, so that's basically a free tow. Well, relatively speaking. Um, it's not direct out of pocket because I'm pretty sure we paid more than a hundred dollars for the insurance. If you know what I mean? All right. So that's what I mean. Go to the ATM. And it's one of those real shady looking ATM. This isn't like a bank ATM. This is like a gas station ATM where you can actually hear the modem dialing up. <laughs> you know, he put in the money. I was like, she's like, are you fucking kidding me? All right. Put it in. Outcomes, you know, put in a hundred dollars, you know, put in thing one hundred dollars. Outcomes eighty. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, you only gave me eighty, and I'm about to just like, you know, go Rambo all on this thing because I've had a really, really pretty shitty half a day, right? There is a uh, problem with the ATM, and it started to flash um out of order out of order out of order and i looked at my receipt i requested 100 they gave me 80 so they didn't charge me for eight for a hundred dollars but i'm still 20 dollars short okay remember i have 20 dollars in my shoe that's underneath my sock underneath my foot right now and i'm not taking off my foot my, my shoe in the middle of the thing right so I'm looking around for my grandmother's $20, and guess what? It's nowhere to be found. So once again, I have to go over to Jamie. Jamie, do you have $20 on the brow till we get home? Yeah, Daddy, here. She is such a sweetheart, right? Which is rough because a few years ago, we had a really, really rough patch, right? I mean, yeah, there was one part where we didn't talk for almost a year. And now me and Jamie, we... We talk four or five times a week now. <laughs> you know, she's one of my words with friends, people that I always play with, right? Um, Jamie's birth father and Gabrielle's father's father, they they have very little to do with her. So with, with, with Gabby. So I'm her brand daddy, right? When she thinks the word grandfather, she thinks of me. Right. She wants to see me. She misses me. She loves me. 
I love that little girl with all my heart, right? I love Jamie with all my heart. Jamie really came through for me. You know, and I'm, <laughs> I kept teasing her, talking about how she's almost 30. I'm not almost 30. I'm only 28, right? <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it, sweetie. I'm, all, I'm almost 50. Like, well, you're only 42. Yeah, for right now. Anyway, so we finally get home. I take off my sock to give Jamie her money. And she's like, ew. Eh. It's American dollar bills, though, you know. Uh, finally, um, because I don't know how much it's going to, how much at that time, I didn't know how much it's going to cost to fix my car. Um, and I, uh, what did I do? No, 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 this is the next day, right? This is the next day. Um, I didn't know how much it was going to cost to fix my car. All I know is I was $100 down. Um, since I'm on unemployment, I'm very, very tight budget. That's why I can't afford, you know, luxuries like lots of food and paying all my bills and comic books and movies and all that kind of stuff. Um, if Patty didn't have a job and didn't already take care of the phones, I'd be fucking hit, you know. Anyway, so um, <laughs> they call me later and they tell me what the problem was. A tensioner belt locked up. I have no idea what that means. Um, and he says it's going to probably cost about uh, $120 plus tax. All right. So I called my mother so I can borrow the money. I said, Ma, I may need to borrow some money next week um, because I had some car repair, right? And when I talked to her, she was, like, really out of it, right? Although she should have been, like, just getting home from work, so she shouldn't have been that sleepy. So she said, yeah, uh, just let me know how much you need. So why are you so tired, right? Apparently, after I left my grandmother's house Wednesday, uh, she discovered that she had a afternoon doctor's appointment. So you remember the whole plan was to to drive her around on Wednesday so that my mother could get some sleep. But my, my mother still had to get up, take her to this doctor's appointment that she completely forgot about. <sighs> but find out how much it was. Got my car. Opened the door. Driver's side door on the floor. There's a 20 my grandmother gave me. So, yeah. That's how my Wednesday and Thursday were. Oh, and when, oh, Thursday was also take your kid to work day. Right? So the kids had that day off. I didn't have, I don't have, uh, let's just say a traditional job. My job basically is the deliberate noise network for right now. Right? Um... So if you go to a deliberate noise site and you click on an ad, if you are buying something from Amazon, let me know. And I'll send you a link so I can get a little kickback so I can get something, you know, <laughs> look at the ads, go visit my sponsors and stuff like that. All the things that people say. Um, so Stephen and I, because my stepdaughter went with her father because he's a network admin, PC support, that type of deal. Um, 
not to me i would i i find that interesting if it would been uh take your ex-wife's uh <laughs> new husband to work day ah, i would have loved to go to work with him right but it wasn't Let's take your kids to work so he took he took her and she was bored and when she's bored she gets really really mean so that was really they did not have a good day steven on the other hand started to do a podcast um we were going to talk about the movie scott pilgrim versus the world right because he loved it because i got the movie because i heard so many good things about it um especially from comics right the guys over comics right i really liked it uh, but they saw it in the theater i got the dvd i got the rental dvd um watched it and i thought it was okay but steven loved it steven when the first time we got it he watched it like six times but then when it was time to do the, the podcast, I said, hey, for take your father, take your uh, kid to work day, why don't we talk about the movie? He said, okay. I don't remember what happens. He's seven, you know. So we got the movie again, and we watched it, and we started to do it. And if you listen to the to episode 240 of Comic Book Noise, um, it started off really good, and then all of a sudden, he just shut down. He thought that it was a bad show i thought it was entertaining up to a point right but he thought it was a bad show and he did not want to talk anymore and if you listen to it you can just tell you you can almost hear where he just clicks off he's just like all right and then when he was done i was like okay so it's just gonna be a really short show um so after his short show we uh i was i was showing him how to make the file how to edit it how to put the music tracks in and he did not give a shit. I mean, if he could have said, Daddy, I do not give a shit, he would have. All right. Um, then finally, I was like, you don't care. I'm just going to finish this. So I finished and I posted it. Boom. There you go. Um, but that was my Thursday. You know. <sighs> I realized that during all this time, I've been trying to get all of the shows all of the show websites in the deliberate noise network up on like the same level so everybody has all the 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 relevant shows have twitter accounts they all have um ways that you can subscribe to the shows they all have uh, contact information in in a visual in a easily defined spot that's what i've been working on now if this is one or two shows one two sites that's one thing it's over 40 sites that i have to update so it's been taking me a while and of course during this wordpress puts out another release so now i also have to make sure that i update all the shows before i go on and do my little checklist of things so it's very 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 slow going but i'll get there eventually anyway um check out the uh noise box site if you if there's something if there's some kind of feature that you don't see there that you think should be there or you want to see there, just drop me a line. Derek at deliberatenoise.com. It's D-E-R-E-K. Probably not gonna do it, but just in case. <sighs> anyway, um, I'm gonna play one last song. Um, once again, I don't know what these songs are gonna be. I'm recording this and I'll put the music in later. So if you are re- if you really find them fascinating songs, which I do because I put them on here. Um 
stop by the website so you can see, see where they are and hopefully I will, will have a link to the show I will have a link for them I will at least at the very least say what they are if I don't have a link to where you can actually get it uh, thanks and I will be back soon with another episode
Oh, yeah. And I forgot one thing. Um, the money that my grandmother gave me. Um, I gave it to Patty because she, uh, for, to go get something to eat. Because she didn't feel like cooking. And quite frankly, I didn't feel like cleaning the kitchen <laughs> for the past two days. Um, Stephen had ramen noodles. My stepdaughter had uh, burritos because we had leftover um, taco meat from a few days ago. So they had something to eat. Um, I didn't feel like eating either one of them. Neither did Patty. So I know she likes subs from Tubby's. Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, she likes submarine sandwiches. So I was like, here, why don't you go get something? <sighs> she got me a uh, basically a, a cheeseburger sub. And she got this, this concoction that she always gets, like chicken and bacon and ranch and something i don't know what it is right it tastes really good but i don't know what it is so she gets that i get that something was wrong with mine i don't care everything that was on there because i told her to leave off the the tomatoes and allergic tomatoes everything that was on there stuff i could eat but something was wrong because i spent the rest of the night on the toilet right i even woke up at two o'clock in the morning and spent another hour on the toilet there was some kind of food poison that was going on. <laughs> and during all this, I forgot to get my change back, so I'm broke. I couldn't even get it. I just realized I want to go get like a thing of grapefruit juice, and I can't. But anyway, yeah. So
Goblin, we're going to be 